0: All right, we are live on the historic day. January 18th will live in, I don't know, infamy, some people would say. (laughs) Uh, But uh, yeah, we got an emergency Xbox 2 podcast coming at you uh, to talk about everything regarding the big, insane, ridiculous, shocking news that happened today about Xbox. purchasing, acquiring Bethesda. Or not Bethesda, that was that was <laughs> two years ago. Uh, oh that was God. A, that was in twenty twenty. Now we're in twenty twenty two. And they acquired yes. Activism Blizzard. And with me to talk about it, about what it means for Xbox <laughs> and everything that's surrounding that, we have uh my buddy senior editor over at Windows your senior editor, right? Over at Windows Central. The uh, one I can't me. remember what my job title is anymore. Yeah. yeah, the one and only Jez Corden of Windows Central is here. What's
1: going on, man? Hey, man, I'm oh a god. Emergency Rare Wednesday podcast. Have we ever done a Wednesday podcast that? before? Well, you know, Jez, when we originally started
0: this podcast, we were always on Wednesday. Were we really? Yes. <laughs> <That> <laughs> but because so long, I don't even remember. But because of your schedule, it was Wednesdays, and then it was Thursdays, And now it's Fridays with sometime on Sundays with maybe sometime on a Monday, depending on how everything shakes out. So, oh my
1: God, what a day. I couldn't believe it, man. I was just like, see with Bethesda, with Bethesda, I had, I had a good, I had a good few amount of hours of lead time. I had had time to prepare post, think about what it meant and sort of, sort of, you know, get into a sort of relaxed state. today's Tuesday,
0: by the way, it's not Wednesday yeah you don't even know don't what think- day it is at this point your mind is blown your mind is <laughs> absolutely destroyed i don't even know what day it is oh my god
1: okay it's tuesday it's tuesday oh my god have we ever done a tuesday podcast i don't before, think right? so
0: maybe not okay i have no idea we haven't
1: ever done a Tuesday podcast. but anyway oh my god dude i uh yeah i had no time to prepare this i had no idea it was coming no no hint at all. Not even like the small little leak or anything like that. Um, all I'd heard, because a lot of people was asking me, jazz did you know about this? All I'd heard was that Microsoft was going to make a big play in the mobile space this year. And I suppose this kind of counts as a big play in the mobile space with Hearthstone and Candy Crush and all that stuff. But I had no idea it could possibly mean all of Activision Blizzard King. That is just just nuts i have no idea where this came from like apparently this deal's been in the work for like a year and there's going to be still another year to go before it's fully closed and who knows man maybe something'll go wrong (laughs) it won't actually happen but as of right now um it's a historic day for xbox fans and Mm -hmm. um potentially activision blizzard game fans as well because i think it could lead to Huge benefits for Activision Blizzard games. We're going to get into those topics in a minute, Rand. But first, mm-hmm. my what's, friend, what's
0: first? What's first? Are, are we? Is this? Is this episode powered by Manscaped? Is it this... is
1: indeed powered by Manscaped.com. And did you know, Rand, if Microsoft wanted to acquire Manscaped.com, the creators of the Performance Package 4.0. The lawnmower trimmer 4.0 and various other amazing men's grooming products, they could get 20% off the acquisition price by using our code XB2. That is the checkout code XB and the number two. They can get 20% off the acquisition. Just like you can get 20% off all the products on manscaped.com and free shipping. And I'd just like to say thanks to Manscaped for sponsoring. Our podcast once again rand mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'm rocking the manscape boxes right now as i as i sit here and uh yeah do you think microsoft will ever acquire manscapes they're acquiring everything else yeah they are they are, <laughs> they are they are for sure acquiring everything else and
0: what was my prediction uh, earlier this year i said that xbox would make at minimum two acquisitions and a publisher would count for one uh i'm doing pretty yeah. good i'm doing i'm doing pretty good on that on that front so far Did you know? No, I had no clue. I'd absolutely... Look, okay. So this (laughs) is what happened. I went... So last night, I'm in a party chat with Dealer Gaming and Gaming Forte, and we're just having a blast talking about stuff. And I finished the last episode, the series finale of The Expanse, right? And I was like, I put out a video talking about Phil Spencer and you know, project Spartacus and what he thinks and how basically like everything is going to be inevitable. And essentially he <laughs> expects, you know, all those games to be PlayStation games to be day one. Right. And I was like, okay, what am I going to wake up? To? You know, cause I'm feeling good about myself. Right. I was, wasn't feeling very good for the past month, but I'm like, I'm back making videos. You were pushing me to make videos. Right. And I was like, yeah, all right, yeah. what am I going to make today? You know, I got to do RDX later tonight and which is going to be a huge show. So I'm like, what am I? What am I gonna do today? So, I'm laying in bed and my phone just starts vibrating like crazy, just constantly, like, woo, 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 woo. And I'm like, <laughs> what is? Because I don't, I don't, I have it silent, so it just vibrates because I can't stand the ringtone, right? And I look and there's a DM from Jazz and a DM from Everborn Saga and a DM from this person and a DM from this person and a DM from this person, and I'm like, what is going on? Then there's a missed phone call from Lord Cognito. And then Lord Cognito had texted me being like, bro, wake up. Xbox just bought activism blizzard. And I'm looking at that, I'm like, this can't be true. That's ridiculous. Like, <laughs> me and you, we had we had like kind of knew about Bethesda like five hours before it happened. And yep. we were we had prepared ourselves. I had stayed up, right? And if you go look, you might I had a tweet out immediately, right? I didn't think anything was going to happen. Like you, I had heard something was going to happen in the mobile space and it did, but I didn't think it was going to be this. And I'm like, Activision blizzard. And uh, I, so I, I call up cog and Cog answers the phone. He's like, yo, it's lit out here. I'm like, what's lit. He's like, they just spent $70 billion on <laughs> Activision blizzard. And I'm like, are you, like you're not this isn't like April Fools right this is this is legit 100% he's like rand and he was like reading I'm like I couldn't comprehend it and even now like my mind it, it, it hasn't fully kind of wrapped around the idea of Xbox spending 70 billion dollars on Activision <laughs> Blizzard and owning the you know what is essentially the biggest annual franchise and gaming for the past 13 years, right? It's all about it's that insane. Call of Duty, but there's more even to that. Like, Mike Ybarra and Rod Ferguson are back at Xbox after <laughs> leaving, right? How crazy is that? I, what? So where were you? Because that's where I was. I was sleeping. I woke up. My world was rocked. I'm like, okay. I talked to COG. I read some reactions on, on Twitter. I'm like... I talked to you in Discord because we were deciding whether or not we needed to do an emergency podcast and we were like, yeah, we have to. And I was like, I need to make a video. I have to talk about this. So I went and made my video and now we're doing the podcast, but what were you doing? What, were you were you in Slack in the Windows Central Slack group just talking to miles down PA, talking about Elden Ring strategies that you guys are going to go and do? No, uh, what, what was
1: going on? Dude, all, all the American cuz like windows central is about half american half british right in the staff so a lot of the american staff i think were still asleep people on the west coast and in the middle of america and stuff so like a lot of people were asleep and i was i was trying to find someone to write up the big leak of the day which was uh, the game pass games going early for this month <laughs> so so like microsoft accidentally posted some of the xbox game pass games for this month Death Death Doors coming at Game Pass and Romper and and, uh, and a bunch of other games, uh, Hitman and all that stuff. So some they they posted that early. So I was trying to find someone to write that up. And then I was just sort of I was gearing up to write my editorial. I was going to write something about Gears of War today. I was going to write like some sort of softball editorial, like oh man, what what how Gears of War should evolve the franchise? Because I was just trying to trying to figure out something to write, just something to write about. And I've had some ideas for a while about Gears. And then I look over at uh, one of our Slack channels and someone's posted a random tweet like from some random person. WSJ reports that Microsoft's acquired Activision. I was like, oh, no, come on. This this is not a thing. No way. And then I saw like Jason Schreiber himself was tweeting about it. And I was just like, oh, my God. And then just dropped everything and then start writing this, slamming this news post out as fast as I can. I absolutely could not believe it man my girlfriend was like what the hell are you freaking out about i'm trying to explain to her why it's a big deal <laughs> You're trying to explain <laughs> to her like... why this is a big deal and she has no <laughs> yeah. clues yeah she's just like what, what? She, just th- she just thinks i'm a, a nerd and an idiot. And i'm just like talking about it all day and like oh man i just could not believe it i was just like hammering the keyboard and then published send it sent it up and then google picked it up because i think i was one of the first people to, to write about it and then Man, what a day! What a day, man! I just can't believe it. It's just a crazy is, is day. It, this, like,
0: this would be your perfect acquisition because you're a big Blizzard guy. You've been very vocal about World of Warcraft and the decline. Uh, I used I, to be a big Blizzard guy. You used to be I a mean, big Blizzard guy, but now, now you're, you're hopeful that Xbox can essentially build Blizzard back up to what they used to be, right?
1: Yeah, I was like, I've been talking to a few people about this today because um, because uh, because I don't know, a lot of people were sort of confused about why they would do this if it was really worth 70 billion and and also like what it could mean and stuff like that. Because I kind of see Activision as a publisher in decline. Activision Blizzard is definitely a publisher in decline. If you look at their share price, they've been going down. If you look at their monthly active users, they've been going down. Call of Duty sales have been down this year. Like it just feels a bit like, they're they're lurching from one crisis to another, and then all of this is before you talk about layoffs, you talk about staff protests, and then you talk about the massive lawsuit that Activision Blizzard's going going under with its uh, unfair work practices and and abuse and all this kind of stuff. Something had to change at Blizzard. Something seismic had to change at Blizzard. And because Bobby Kotick and all the all the shareholders and the the board, they all have like a controlling stake in Activision. The only this is the only and best way Activision could turn a page on this whole thing. Phil can wipe the slate clean and hopefully start to bring Activision Blizzard back to where it used to be. You know, Call of Duty in its heyday was like a franchise I would buy every year, and then like it just sort of stopped being great it just started being this sort of annual thing like they ubisofted it you know it was just the same game every year same stuff blah, blah blah and then when they were like with world of warcraft and some of their other games it was like they're just focusing on monthly active users they're not focusing on making great games anymore that was my issue that's been my issue with blizzard games for ages like they were all revolved around monthly active users and sort of time gating mechanics and artificial ways to kind of trick people into playing for longer periods of time instead of just making the games great world of warcraft is the the biggest example of this you know it's a subscription-based game and it's just been getting worse and worse and worse since activision got involved with it literally since activision and blizzard merged world of warcraft has been going down in monthly active users so you know there is a hope that being part of xbox will shield activision blizzard from shareholder scrutiny to the point where they can just be game devs again they don't have to deliver value for shareholders directly anymore they don't have to answer to bobby kotick's like quarterly earnings report they don't have to like release a game half finished just to make sure that they've had a call of duty this year maybe under xbox call of duties get delayed every now and then to make sure they're polished Maybe even Call of Duty goes to a, a, a biannual franchise, so we get like higher quality games. Call of Duty wasn't annualized back in the day; we used to have to wait a couple of a couple of years for a Call of Duty, you know. And it they result it resulted in higher quality generally, you know. Hopefully, this is only going to be a good thing for literally everybody involved. It's going to hopefully, it's a good thing for the staff. Hopefully, it's a good thing for people who play on Call of Duty and uh, w- Warcraft and Overwatch and all these games. Hopefully, it's a good thing for everyone involved. Um, although there are you know potential downsides as well, especially if you're not on the Xbox ecosystem, aren't there, Rand? I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, do you have any? <sighs> Immediate thoughts on all this stuff. What's your to
0: me? Everybody, it seemed like everybody on Twitter today was a legal expert uh, about anti-monopoly laws and antitrust laws and monopolies. And oh my god, this can't happen, right? And I look at it like, even with Xbox buying Activision, they're still third. I mean, everybody has made fun of Xbox for the past generation because. They had no games, right? That was that was the meme. Everybody in this chat who's been following this podcast has been listening to me and Jez talk about Xbox for 4 years now and over 200 episodes. You know, we 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 started when in 2017 when it was very much like your games for this year are Halo Wars 2 and Super Lucky's Tale. And it was not a fun time. To be an Xbox fan, especially when you were looking over at the other side and you saw Horizon Zero Dawn come out and review well, Persona 5 come out, Neo, Sony's putting out God of War and Spider-Man and all these games. And Xbox is like, well, you got Sea of Thieves that doesn't have a lot of content and State of Decay 3 is kind of iffy and Crackdown 3 is not very like there was that time where it was like, what is going on? What's the future of Xbox going to be like? And now, obviously, that's changed, right? Uh, Microsoft no longer just has five studios. They have, with this, what, 32, 33, 34 studios now? It's kind of a huge improvement. And for me, I don't know. Like, I think the deal will go through. Uh, I I think Microsoft has some of the best lawyers out there. Uh, You know, like I said... Everybody was talking about Xbox having no games for so long. Xbox is in third place. I mean, how is Xbox forming Monopoly when they still can't beat PlayStation? Even when you add the revenue, they're still behind PlayStation. So it's like, I think the deal will go through. I think people are just... Bethesda was one thing, right? Bethesda was one thing. This is something completely different, right? Because Call of Duty is involved. And... While Call of Duty doesn't get a lot of talk in this community because it's a multi-platform title, right? It doesn't doesn't have the juice like the exclusives do. There's no denying it that outside of Grand Theft Auto, like Call of Duty is the biggest franchise in console gaming yearly and has been for like 13 years at this point. And the idea that PlayStation might lose that game which by the way, Jez. Uh-huh. Call of Duty Black Ops, Cold War, and Call of Duty Vanguard were the number one and number two selling games of the entire year for not only PlayStation but Xbox. Last right? year? Yeah, for this year, 20, 2021. They were number one but and number two for both platforms. Well, yeah, they're <clears throat> they're down, but it doesn't matter because they sell so much more than everybody else. It's ridiculous. That's crazy. Right? So there's that fear, but with Bethesda, it's like, ah, oh, whatever, you know, we'll miss a Starfield here and the Elder Scrolls will come on five years and, you know, the revenue hit from that, it, it it's it's big, but it, you you can kind of look the other way. But this is like the number one game going on for the past 13 years. This is, this is the game that Sony threw hundreds of millions of dollars at for, you know, marketing. Like, Call of Duty is, you know, PlayStation is the place to play. You lose Call of Duty, Do, you, do, do does, does PlayStation suffer? That's a lot of revenue to lose. Does, does Xbox suddenly become the de facto casual console? And I think that's what a lot of people are worried about. Because they're worried about, you know, PlayStation maintaining its dominant status. And they make incredible games. But the reason PlayStation is dominant is because they basically are the de facto casual platform for... Call of Duty and FIFA and Madden and NBA 2K and all these other games that casual gamers love to play. And Call of Duty is the biggest. Absolutely, by far. And somehow, in a, in, when you think about the future, and we'll talk about exclusivity and all that stuff, if you pluck that game away from PlayStation and now that game's only on Xbox, does Xbox now become the de facto casual console? And people start looking at a PlayStation as a system maybe that's not worth having if you aren't into the exclusives. And then because that kind of snowballs, it picks up steam and people buy it for Call of Duty, but then they start buying it for FIFA and Madden and it kind of just all flips on itself. I think that is something a lot of people are worried about. They're also worried about industry, you know, they're worried about in my DMs today, Jazz. I basically had a bunch of people asking me, Rand, does Sony need to respond? Does Sony need to do something? They have to do something. They can't let this go unanswered. Who should Sony buy? Like Square Enix, Take Two, Capcom. Like, I think I had like 60 M's being like, what is Sony's next move on this? And it's just like, bro, I don't know. Like,. Th- <laughs> I, I mean like Sony's been doing what they've been doing. They 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 they're buying studios that they work with, but now people are freaking out. People freaked out when Xbox bought Bethesda. And now this is magnitudes even
1: bigger than Bethesda. Like this is it's, ten times Bethesda, it's, right? It's it's literally ten times Bethesda. Like Bethesda costs seven billion and this costs almost 70 billion. Like the the amount of IP that Activision has is truly staggering you know we're going back decades we're going back to the 80s you know <clears throat> we're talking about like even beyond stuff like people people obviously think about like crash bandicoot and starcraft and warcraft and overwatch and call of duty and diablo and you know it goes all the way back to like games like pitfall for god's sake you know and and stuff like that like the like nightmare creatures on the playstation one did you ever play that like activision owns a stupid amount of games that hold a lot of nostalgic value that microsoft could easily just tag onto one of its devs like they could just they could just go to the coalition say you know do you want to make a third person shooter based on any of these ip do you want to revive starcraft ghost I've seen a lot of people talking about that. Bring back StarCraft Ghost. You know, we're talking about like Pong, Soul, and Chat. Just mentioned Hexen. Like Hexen goes back mm. to Id Software. You know, all these. There's just a crazy amount of IP that they own that has sort of come to Xbox now. Uh, you know, Skylanders and Guitar Hero, and it's just it's just nuts what they can do yeah. with all this stuff. And it's. Uh, it's it's I, crazy.
0: I just want to say, I see all the super chats. Thank you guys for the incredible support. Uh, we will definitely read through them all. Uh, yes. as, uh, you know, you guys support the channel and the least I can do is, you know, talk about what you guys are saying in the chat. Um, but Jazz,
1: Dude, I, it's just nuts, man.
0: So, okay. Let me, let me ask you this because I've, I made my video today and I didn't really think long and hard on it. It was just kind of like, I wanted to get my initial reactions out there. Right. And now I've had a little bit more time to think about it. There's a part of me that feels that while call of duty and all these is great. And that game could, what it could do for Xbox game pass is insane. Right. But, It almost feels to me like even a bigger part of this deal. And RDM in the chat says we have over 2,600 people watching right now, which is ridiculous. (laughs) Uh, If you're enjoying the show, make sure you hit the like button. Subscribe if you're new. I know the big story is going to be Call of Duty and exclusivity, which I think me and Jez both have a prediction on. And I think we might be a little bit different. I'm not sure. We're going to be talking about that in a little bit. But I think the f- it's Call of Duty, it's Blizzard, and it's King. And I think maybe the most imp- important thing might be King. And I know a lot of maybe Xbox gamers don't want to hear it. And this kind of goes back to the discussion we were having on the last podcast where we said, we think the next acquisition that Xbox might make is a mobile publisher. Because if you're trying to go after 3 billion gamers and that's the goal, you need a mobile presence. And at some point we both thought and we had both heard that Microsoft was going to make a play in the mobile space. It's not sexy. It doesn't make for a great headline on YouTube or whatever. But for what Microsoft is trying to do, King could be that like linchpin where it's like, yeah, you got Call of Duty and that sells Game Pass. But King is mobile, and King reaches people that don't consider themselves gamers, and it just prints yes. money. What do you think about what do you think about King? Because we'll talk about each one of these individually. How do you think King factors into all this?
1: Well, King makes
0: I think so. Candy I don't crush. know if this is true.
1: The, the yeah, crush. Uh, King made Candy Crush and a bunch of other strong mobile games, and you know, I th- someone said to me earlier that King makes two million dollars a day. You know and uh from from candy crush just candy crush because you can only play it for so long and then you have to pay a microtransaction to keep (laughs) keep playing it you know what if what if they let people bypass the microtransaction by you know joining game pass right because like there there are there are normies out there who spend way more than ten dollars a month on on candy crush alone And if you say to them, well, you're spending $10 a month anyway, why don't you get Game Pass? And then they get Candy Crush permanently. You know, you're going to boost Game Pass subscriptions by an absurd amount, like, instantly. There are so many ways they can hook the mobile stuff into this. They can hook in, like, Hearthstone to Xbox Game Pass. Like, give you, like, if if you're an Xbox Game Pass subscriber, you get, like, a bunch of card packs every month. You know, stuff like that. And then that's even before you start talking about the core games, which, you know, your $70 games, your stuff like Diablo four, which is going to be probably huge. And then like overwatch two, if it ever comes out of development, hell. And then like world of Warcraft, Xbox port, which is probably going to happen now. Um, which will probably be exclusive too, because it doesn't exist on PlayStation. And PlayStation has Final Fantasy 14, Robbery Reborn is an exclusive. I can't see why Microsoft will put World of Warcraft for consoles on PlayStation when they haven't got Final Fantasy 14. So there's, there is just so much potential in this deal for Microsoft to grow Xbox Game Pass. Like this, this is all about moving beyond the console. They've got Battle.net now, which has like the huge PC audience. They've got like IP like StarCraft, which is like dormant and could be revived by like the world's edge team you know i don't know if blizzard even has an rts team anymore but like if microsoft was willing to revive age of empires you can bet your ass they'd they would revive starcraft which is which was at the well time yeah you don't even necessarily have
0: to have blizzard make starcraft you could partner with somebody like relic like they did to make yeah. age of empires for like jez this key image that was going around in twitter where it says xbox plus activision blizzard king and it's Overwatch, Diablo, Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, Candy Crush, StarCraft. And then it goes on to say, creators of Call of Duty, Warcraft, Candy Crush, Tony Hawk, Diablo, Overwatch, Spyro, Hearthstone, Guitar Hero, Crash Bandicoot, StarCraft, and more. So Xbox gets their, essentially, they have platformers now. They own Spyro. They own Crash Bandicoot, right? But then when you, when you read some of this, you know, what Phil said in his article, they got Activision Publishing, Blizzard Entertainment, Beanox, Demonware, Digital Legends, High Moon Studios. Please let High Moon Studios actually make games again instead of being support for Call of Duty. Uh, I, I really enjoyed what they used to make. Infinity Ward, King, Major League Gaming, Radical Entertainment, Raven, another incredible studio. Please let them make also <laughs> uh, other games already- well. Sledgehammer Games. Toys for Bob, which I believe Toys for Bob did the Skylander games, if I'm not mistaken. Like, maybe there's your your kid-friendly stuff, or they can make platformers or yeah. whatever. Treyarch and every team across Activision Blizzard, right? And you look at this, and, you know, I'm reading it. Phil Spencer, CEO of Microsoft Gaming. Is that a new position, Jez? Is that a promotion? Yeah, <clears throat>
1: Phil's been promoted. There are now two CEOs at Microsoft, which I don't think has ever happened in the company could be wrong about that um, but I the the position CEO Microsoft gaming is definitely a new position and I think that reflects the fact that Bethesda and Activision and Xbox are all big enough in their own right to be separate divisions frankly it's 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 just crazy what's going on at Xbox right now like can you imagine back when we were talking about all this stuff in like 2014 2015 2016 that like we'd be sitting there now discussing the acquisition of Activision <sighs> Blizzard dude, for seventy billion dollars. Seven and not only seventy it's billion insane.
0: where maybe some of the stock this is just straight up cash, G. It's, <laughs> it's sixty-eight point <cash>. <laughs> five billion dollars strictly just cash liquid money Phil Spencer walked <laughs> Phil Spencer's out there what was it like a week ago where he's like we reevalu we're reevaluating our relationships and how we do stuff with Activision which was just code word for I'm the boss Rebar. now I'm the <laughs> boss now Bobby Kot- and I know like a lot of people are like well what's happening to Bobby Kotick because there is a lot of baggage that comes with Activision their stock price tumbled which is maybe one of the reasons why they were able to get them for the price they got him at um, it does seem like once the deal goes through, like Bobby's going to be the CEO uh, uh, for the you know until the deal goes through, and then once it happens, he's gone, and Phil and team are going to have to kind of change the company culture at Activision. Yeah, um, which you know makes a lot of sense. You don't want Bobby Kotick there. The uh, unfortunate though is that dude's just going to make out like a bandit. He's just gonna he's going to take his payday and he's going to leave um but you mentioned before like that this will be good for many different ways right a lot of xbox gamers are not going to be getting all these activision blizzard games day one game pass so they're going to be super cheap uh they can essentially build blizzard back up maybe they don't have to strain all these studios to have them work on call of duty and force a call of duty out every single year maybe they can kind of you know uh pull back on some of that and make them higher quality releases maybe like you said an, you know you know what buy
1: by yearly or whatever biannual um, i mean I did, I did say earlier that call of duty used to take take a couple of years but literally only the first call of duty <laughs> two yeah it, of. It, they, they've and been, it um, has been annualized yeah they've been annualized but, um, but it does feel, it does feel like the way that the games have like gotten more complicated to make and they're more demanding and there's more features it does feel like annualized for call of duty is getting unsustainable in a, in a, i think anyway but anyway that's that's another discussion entirely there's just a, i'm i'm as you're talking man i was just going through like the list of games they have like the ip under their belt like it goes all the way back to the bloody 80s like there's just an absurd amount of games they've been involved with. Like, Activision's really, like, got a lot of history behind it. Stuff that I didn't even, like, realize. Obviously, you got stuff like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. They did Vampire Masquerade games. They've done X-Men games. They've done, like, loads of random stuff. They published Bloody Raw. I don't know if they own the rights to that. I'm pretty sure Konami owned the rights to that, but I don't know. That's interesting. Um... Obviously, Tony Hawk. We talked about they. They used to make Wolfenstein games. Like Raven, Raven used to be involved in making Wolfenstein, which is funny. Um, man, could that could bloody Raw come back? They, they own they I own they own
0: QuakeCon and BlizzCon now. Yeah, they, they own.
1: It's just time,
0: Phil. Time for just Xbox Con, right? A whole a whole like, Con, week yeah. of just dude think about this they they literally bought two publishers that had well no activision never really did their own e3 show but you imagine the like the 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 first show when activision blizzard's under you know the umbrella and he's like here's the bethesda games and here's activision like dude yeah. when I th- when i think about this like it's not about the exclusive games or whatever right those are great i'm an xbox gamer activision games always came to xbox so like the only thing I'm particularly getting out of this is I'll be able to get all these games and game pass. What this really signifies to me once again is that they're all in on gaming. And if you didn't believe it before, well, I mean, I don't know, like, I don't know what you would <laughs> think now, because like you mentioned, we've been doing this podcast when people, when Xbox was a joke, right? We we started a podcast called Xbox two in 2017 when Xbox was the laughing stock of the video game industry, right? But it was the platform that both me and you enjoyed, and we would have conversations on it. And in those four years, we've seen Phil Spencer take the reins from Don Matrick, who basically destroyed the Xbox brand in the pursuit of TV, 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 sports, and this broad appeal play of building a system that wasn't designed for gaming in the first place, right? To... Crazy. Head of the table, CEO. Jazz. At one point, they had five internal <laughs> studios, five. five, and they bought all these studios in 2018. And people were like, "Well, that's a start." But I don't know—is Microsoft really in it? In it for you know the long haul? Then they bought Bethesda, and it's like, "Yo, they're all in." But even some people still didn't didn't believe it. It's like, "Oh, this is what they need to do because Xbox isn't good at making." Dude, and now seventy billion-, 70- billion dollars later. Like if that's the thing that really uh, stands out to me is Microsoft's commitment to Xbox and gaming. Not only is this the biggest deal in video game history, this is Microsoft's biggest deal ever. Microsoft, the company that was built by windows, the company whose entire revenue stream is based around the cloud just spent the most money it's ever spent on a deal for on gaming. Like it's crazy to think, Like, Satya came out there before E3 and was like, we're going to invest heavily in gaming. We believe in it. And people are like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, what are those people to say today? Like, that's what really makes me excited, is if they're spending all this Like, I'm going to have every... Like, their commitment to gaming is, like, essentially at this point unparalleled. And the turnaround from last gen to this gen you're talking about and i mentioned i gave the eulogy for xbox one in the last podcast where i talk about when i said the (laughs) xbox one died last generation and the the phoenix rose from the ashes and everything good we have about xbox now is based upon the failures of xbox one last gen and now you add this on top of it a week later like it's crazy yeah
1: i mean there's there are just there's so many angles to this someone in chat mentioned that microsoft now owns mlg
0: yes they Major do.
1: Major league gaming corporation it's because activision owns mlg it's it's crazy microsoft basically like they've strong armed into esports they've strong armed into mobile they're sort of like this is all about competing with other megacorps really when all the, all those like times when Phil was talking about we see Google and Amazon as a competition and Tencent and stuff like that they weren't lying you know this like the fact that they now own MLG and they own all these esports properties as well it's sort of that's a direct attack on Tencent really Because Tencent is like also this gigantic monthly active users gaming corporation who are heavily involved in esports as well. So this is like about competing on that level. It's about competing on that sort of megacorp level and sort of, you know, making sure that Google or Amazon or one of these other companies doesn't like take Activision away from Microsoft an xbox potentially and maybe even playstation you know in some ways um it's 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 a crazy deal it's there's so many aspects to it that that like will keep coming up as more and more people talk about it and think through it like activision has patents on things dating back decades you know like stuff like their guitar you know like the guitars for guitar hero and all that kind of stuff it's just wild man what what they've what they've pulled off here if indeed they do pull it off mm. because like you say a lot of people are pouring um antitrust scorn on this and saying like it gives microsoft a monopoly and stuff but we talk we live in a world where disney was allowed to purchase fox yes. we live in a world where amazon um, google and apple basically control the entire mobile industry which is bigger than the console gaming industry I don't think an antitrust probe is going to stop Microsoft from being third place, essentially. They're looking at things like, like if Microsoft was going to buy Apple or Google, maybe there would be some sort of questions to be raised there. It's not like NVIDIA buying ARM, for example, because that basically gives them a monopoly over the entire chip market, except for Intel. You know, so people have to remember the console gaming industry is a small piece of a much bigger industry. There is a huge amount of competition in the space and you know, you've got unchecked competition from Tencent who are basically buying up everything. And you've got Apple and Google who are, who own between them own the biggest gaming platform in the world. And Microsoft will continue to be a customer of theirs with, with the app store, you know, and the Google play and, the idea that antitrust will shoot this down when they're delivering double on the share the share price value for shareholders, I don't think there's a chance this this doesn't go through. Personally, they're giving a huge, uh, you know, an exit for beleaguered shareholders who are probably watching their their stocks in Activision go down and down and down with all these scandals and all this crap that Activision was going you know putting up with and had created for themselves and microsoft has given them an exit i don't think the department of justice blocks that exit you know um money talks at the end of the day and this is a capitalist society but um i think there are valid concerns about market consolidation you know the the whole late stage capitalism argument this idea that you know, Microsoft may end up owning every gaming company hmm. in the world, and maybe like there's a there's a future where Phil Spencer steps down, and then some evil CEO steps up at Microsoft, and then like we just end up with basically only free to play games and stuff like that but I, I don't think that's the case and i think like i think climate change will have killed us all before that comes an issue yeah. you know i can't i can't bring myself to care about that stuff when there's so much competition in the industry you got nintendo dominating you got sony dominating you have got apple and google with two of the biggest platforms in the world for gaming you've got tencent you've got all these other mobile mega publishers like supercell and and uh, you know there's just there's tons of competition in the space at that level you have to remember and I think a lot of game journalists and journalists in general they look at gaming through the lens of consoles and consoles is a small piece of a much bigger market you know so I don't see this game blocked and I don't see it being a monopoly but I do think Rand that there is an interesting discussion to be had about what games will be um what games will be exclusive, and what mm. games won't be exclusive? This, this is, I mean,
0: this is the discussion. And before we get into that, I gotta, I gotta read the, all the super chats that we've gotten because you know you guys support the channel. And then we will talk about the exclusivity discussion because I think maybe me and you have different opinions on this, and it will be interesting to see what, um, what uh, people in chat have to say. But man, we're at thirty-two hundred people live on an emergency podcast. Xbox buying Activision. Uh, we're almost at 900 likes. Uh, make sure you hit the like button and subscribe if you're new. Let's get that way over 1,000 likes, uh, you know, before we even an hour into the podcast. So, Jez, uh, Space Dovican says this is insane, and indeed it is. Uh, Nomad says the two big questions out of this is what about toxic activism culture and, of course, exclusivity, specifically for Overwatch 2 and Call of Duty. Uh, Space Dovican also says, is this acquisition the biggest possible in the gaming market? Is there even something more expensive out there? I believe that would be no, right? This is would be the biggest oh. because Take-Two's nowhere even close. Maybe if someone bought Tencent? Maybe? I, I don't know. Uh, I think this might... It is the biggest. Shout out to Fuel for becoming yes, the newest member of the channel. Appreciate it. Andrew says, great, great day for gaming in my opinion. I'm hoping this allows abk to be far more diverse on game development moving forward and i think a lot of people feel that spike spiegel says i'm living for toys for bob getting hold of banjo i've actually seen that uh, uh, sentiment a lot in the chat as well as on um, social media like maybe they should be the ones doing banjo our dark souls master sin vendetta says wow this acquisition is almost as big as elden ring coming 38 days what a day cheers he knew he'd get an Elden Ring in there. <laughs> Austin says, glad to see you back and here. You're doing better. How long will this appease the when acquire crowd? One month till we start hearing it again. It's never going to end, but maybe this one appeases people for a lot longer because I also have another question for you, Jez, after this uh, about a- further acquisitions. Uh, mm. Jonas says, Emperor Nadella and Darth Phil all hail. George says, chances <laughs> oh. Microsoft saves... Um, T4B, VV, Phoenix for Banjo-Kazooie. I know, like, another Banjo uh, thing here, so I think Microsoft just needs to bite the bullet and make a Banjo game. Aper says, $68.7 eight point 68. seven billion cash. Sounds, sounds in like a locked deal to me. Uh, Silly Mikey says, crazy day. Here, take some of my money. Appreciate it. Supernova says, the biggest <laughs> acquisition in the gaming industry, even before the former acquisition of Bethesda, didn't realize or didn't release an Xbox-exclusive game Jez, where is avowed? Um, Smelly Wrestling Geek says, this deal is big for Game Pass on PC with franchises like StarCraft, Diablo, and World of Warcraft. That was the other thing I was going to talk about was how King is big for the mobile space and Xbox's desire to reach 3 billion people. And we know Xbox really is looking to grow on PC. And what better developer to get than Blizzard? We have Overwatch... You have Diablo, you have World of Warcraft, you have StarCraft, right? Like, it's it seems like this was almost a perfect deal for Xbox. It has, like, everything that Xbox was looking for. PC developer, mobile publisher, and the biggest franchise in gaming, right?
1: Yeah, um, I mean, it's, it's nuts, man. It's just nuts, like, wrapping your head around it, like, the things they can do. This was all about Game Pass all around like you say like Microsoft bases its entire performance metrics on Game Pass right now and one of the one of the expansionary is that a word expansionary it's i love you just, up you just make you just
0: make words up all the time you they know what words, you, you know what uh you could make up also is uh you, go to manscaped.com, buy something use the code <laughs> xp2 to check out make make so a dude. purchase on this
1: historic day for Activision Blizzard right yeah man but one of the one of the expansionary that's a word i'm making up one of the expansionary aspects of you know game pass is pc obviously and because they've 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 made good inroads on pc but they don't have like i don't know they've got problems on pc you know they they rely on steam stuff like that they don't have like a dedicated audience the xbox launcher is really bad You know, this gives them Battle.net. Battle.net is, like, much better at doing launchery-type things than the Xbox app is. I don't know if they're going to keep them separate or they're going to, like, adapt Battle.net and include, like, a Game Pass section in there. Personally, I think they should, because I think Battle.net is just miles ahead of the Xbox app, and that's because it's been in development for much longer. You know, cut, cut your losses or whatever, and merge those teams together and, you know stuff like that but that's it's BattleNet's like this historic platform and now microsoft has a definitive you know inroad into pc and mm-hmm. they've got like mobile games now and they've got mobile game developers crucially who can maybe adapt cloud gaming and make cloud gaming better on mobile phones too it gives them a huge amount of things to play with but at the same time Rand, it's gonna be a really slow process to say this stuff. (laughs) Yes. Like it's going to be a year before the deals closed Mm -hmm. at at most, maybe, maybe more, maybe less. It's going to be, it's going to be, um, and then there's going to be existing commitments that they have to sort of work through, you know, um, uh, they've got existing projects they've got to sort out. Like Overwatch 2 reportedly in development hell. Diablo 4, like it seems to be the development of that seems to be coming along. Like they've been offering quarterly updates on it, which is a good sign. But Overwatch 2 is just gone. Like where nowhere to be found now. Um, and then it's like you said, and some people in the Super Chat said, they've got a huge workplace culture thing to fix. They've got to, They've got to get rid of the entire executive leadership team Get rid of them, give them the golden parachute, whatever. It sucks that they're going to get out off scot-free, potentially. But you got to focus on the idea that there's thousands of... Biz- I said this before on a previous show. There are thousands of Blizzard employees. Thousands. And most of them on deranged assholes, right? Most of them deserve to have a, a safe working environment. That also doesn't feel like they're going to get fired every minute because one of the things that really annoyed me about Activision is like every quarter I felt like there was a big layoff story and they'd lay off like hundreds of people and then start hiring them back because they were like manipulating their, uh, their quarterly earnings and their revenue and, and their outgoings and, you know, and their overheads and stuff. And they were doing all this manipulative stuff because Activision executive level are just a load of scumbags, you know? They're yeah. at, at that level, and this gives Microsoft and Activision now has an opportunity to wipe that executive level completely out of the picture, and really turn a corner for Blizzard and the employees who work there. Like, forget about the games. At the end of the day, the employees deserve to be treated like human beings, and like 100%. Microsoft. Microsoft is one of the highest-rated places to work at the moment. And Mark, and Phil himself has admitted that Microsoft isn't spotless in its history, and like making sure that you manage hundreds of thousands of people is an ongoing process, you know. But I do think that it's going to be a good thing ultimately for Activision employees and, yeah, hopefully, as well gamers. But
0: uh, man, Gordon, just, oh. Gordon wants to bring Xbox to bring back Tenshu using the Sekiro style of gameplay. Um, mm. All Beans in the well, Super Chat Sekiro? says Sekiro was Sorry. published by Activision, but I believe yeah, but Sekiro from... was
1: originally meant to be Tenchu, wasn't it? And then they decided maybe not. Yeah, I, I'm sure I heard that Sekiro was originally going to be a Tenchu reboot, and then it was so different and more souls like they decided to give it a different brand. But I don't know if that's 100% true or not, or if it's just some misinformation I've read. Yeah, but Tenchu is a cool franchise.
0: All beans in the super chat says with Xbox Bethesda now activism, blizzard IP to pull from maybe a Snoop super smash brothers type of game could come to fruition. Keep up the good work guys. You both are pretty all right.
1: Yeah. A <laughs> super
0: smash brothers type game, a cart racer type game, any sort of mix up dude. Like you could like, Hey, think about the crossover potential you have between Bethesda, Activision and, you know, Xbox within like shooters. Like you could have, master chief skins and call of duty now, or, you know, call of duty skins and halo and, 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 doom, you know, like doom guy, and like the crossover potential is huge. Um, Tim chimney says, uh, grub discuss whether Sony might feel pressure to buy square Enix in reaction. Does the Activision news put perfect dark development as an possible crystal dynamics acquisition in jeopardy. We'll answer that after this, because that was something I wanted to talk to you Jez. Um, furious George says, I'm stoked to hopefully have quality call of duty, Starcraft, Warcraft, and more games. Again, I trust Microsoft to allow devs to make good games again. Supernova says, that's why we want you to speak the American accent. Jazz hashtag jazz for 2024. <laughs> Silver joystick says, well, Microsoft is basically the most powerful company in gaming. Now, aside from 10 cent, it'll be very interesting to see how Microsoft handles all this power. Paul says, just like with Zenimax, do you think Phil would have announced this if they had any thought this wouldn't pass? I think they feel extremely confident that it will pass. Um, Yeah, I'm like like just said. Like, when have you ever heard of a the government trying to stop a third, you know, uh, like a a third place from becoming third place? Essentially, this isn't like Tencent acquiring somebody or Sony potentially acquiring publishers. It's like Xbox. You know, they're still like third in in terms of revenue, so they're not an overwhelming. They're not a monopoly by any stretch of the imagination uh Aquaman says why did Xbox choose to buy out Activision Blizzard over basically any other companies such as Capcom Square Enix Ubisoft or EA with 68 billion in cash it's clear they could have bought out anyone and that was something I was talking to Cognito about you buy Activision for 70 billion but you could have bought Warner Brothers and Ubisoft and Capcom and Square Enix for the same amount of money but then again, of course, some of those companies don't want to sell. I think Activision Blizzard did want to sell. I think those shareholders wanted out because the stock price was driving down fast. And I think it really filled the holes that Xbox was looking for. Mobile publisher, uh, PC pu- PC developer, and it also comes with the biggest game out there. I mean, 70 billion is a lot. And I know for some people, maybe this doesn't do anything for them. And they might be like, ah, this is this is a worthless purchase. But when you look at what Microsoft's goals are and Xbox's goals are for the future, five to ten years from now, with cloud and, and subscription services and mobile, it makes like a hundred percent sense, right?
1: Yeah, at least. I mean, this plugs so many gaps. It plugs esports gap, mobile gap, kid kid friendly games gap, toys to life gap. If that's gonna be a thing, man, like. <sighs> It's just crazy, you know. Call of Duty Mobile, we got Battle Royale now. Xbox didn't have a Battle Royale, did it before this? I don't think. We've got nostalgia, like mm-hmm. one of, one of the issues Microsoft always had. And I said I said this to like Xbox exec shows is like, you should lean on your nostalgia a bit more. And yeah, Perfect Dark and Age of Empires are quite nostalgic, but I think Warcraft and Starcraft and crash bandicoot are on a whole nother level of nostalgia tony hawk's on a whole nother level of nostalgia you know they've got they've got a lot of just raw great memories to tap into now you know and i think just the fact that we're getting a call of duty associated with xbox again even if even if it doesn't go exclusive the fact that it's going to be associated with xbox the fact that it's going to be marketed alongside xbox that in of itself is quite nostalgic, you know? Like, I think a lot of people, like, they grew up on the 360, playing Call of Duty games in the early 2000s and the, you know, 2010s, back at the game, like, like, at its real height, associating it with Xbox. And since then, it's since it went to PlayStation, it's sort of, like, you know, fallen out of the Xbox sort of mentality. But I think it will sort of have that sort of nostalgic impact. And I think that's something Xbox has really lacked. Yeah. but it's, it's also like you said it's just a huge amount of ip like activision already has a game that sort of celebrates cross-platform ip we got like um heroes of the storm which is a, a dormant game but it's not a bad game and I, i've always thought that game would work really well on console um so hopefully that'll come across now it's just crazy you know, and uh Studgy Season chat says Xbox has Forza Horizon Battle Royale, don't this Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> the, the Eliminator. Yeah. The Eliminator is a battle royale, fair enough. But you know, it's it's just funny that like everyone was saying like Halo, Halo needs a battle royale mode because Xbox doesn't have a battle royale, and now now they have Warzone, which is one of the biggest battle royales. Man, it's just wild, man. It's yeah. wild. But Dude, you know, do you want to talk about the exclusivity stuff? Um you know what
0: i'll talk about this topic and i'll read the rest of the super chats and then we'll talk about exclusivity there was a question i forget who said it but regarding future acquisitions right he mentioned crystal dynamics and my remember what i said i was like yo i think i think crystal dynamics is going to end up with xbox right uh, now I'm not too sure how what to think about future acquisitions because this is a lot of money, and honestly, Ooh. I'm kind of surprised Satya let Phil do this. I mean, seven billion is one thing, seventy billion is another thing, right? And now I'm looking at it like, okay, you spent the money, you got this, but what does that lead? What do, what does that mean for studios that you are partnering with for games? That potentially are trial runs. Does this mean now that Crystal Dynamics being purchased from Square Enix and maybe getting the Tomb Raider IP is off the table because that would be an expensive move? Does that mean Avalanche is off the table? Does that mean IO Interactive is off the table? Uh what do you think, Jez? Like, does this put Microsoft's spending on acquisitions at an
1: end for Xbox? it's uh it's hard to say because i i've heard that um microsoft has anywhere between 150 billion and 200 billion in cash let's assume that they've got 150 billion which i think is roughly around where it's supposed to be they've just spent half of their cash literally half of their cash
0: on gaming on- not even azure on gaming no. the like the the little red-headed He's stepchild right
1: yeah, uh, crazy. It's 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 an absurd amount of money. I think someone on Twitter said it's more than the the GDP of Luxembourg. Like, it's, <laughs> seventy billion is uh, is more than the the annual gross domestic product of some countries. It's an absurd amount of money, and for Satya to have allowed Phil to spend it on gaming is just something I would never have seen coming. Like when when you hear these people, these execs, I'm so used to billionaire executives lying i'm mm. so used to them just lying and when saty says we're all in on gaming i just expected him to be lying you know mm. frankly like even though even if they even though they bought even though they bought bethesda you know i still kind of felt like they're they're not they don't really mean it they just sort of you know it's not much money for microsoft it's not it's not seven billion it's not that much money for microsoft they don't really mean it this really does prove that they're not lying when they say they're all in on gaming they want to be mobile. They, they want to they want to they want younger audiences they want esports they want everything you know and they they want they want to compete with tencent and um some of these other mega corporations who have like a a monopoly in mindshare when it comes to intellectual property you know your marios and your 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 sonic the hedgehogs and stuff like that warcraft and call of duty are are up there with those kind of that kind of mindshare warcraft has a south park episode for god's sake you know there's no there's no halo episode of south park I'm pretty sure it's been mentioned in South Park. but you know what I mean? Some of th- some of this stuff is just so nostalgic. So, you know, I can't even remember where I was going with this rant. But ultimately, it's sort of like, it just proves that they're all in on it. They're all in on it. And at the end of the day, it's still going to take a long time to all play out. So, I don't yeah. know, man.
0: So, I mean, I personally think if the opportunities to acquire other studios happen like if, if crystal dynamics is just a perfect fit for perfect dark perfect fit for perfect dark you like that um <laughs> i think i think they they'll still buy them i don't think this necessarily mean like maybe buying another publisher is off the table in the billions and billions of dollars like if ea suddenly became available maybe X, you know xbox wouldn't be in the running but for some individual studios i still think uh, they'll be able to. Um, they'll they'll still be involved uh, personally. Uh,
1: I could be it, wrong. Um, oh yeah, we were ta- we were talking about yeah. Okay, so I sort of went off on a tangent. You and did go off on a lost tangent. my track, Yeah, but when when it comes to like what where I was going was this deal had like multiple facets, right? The the mobile stuff, the younger audience stuff, the esports stuff to compete with Tencent. And the fact that they spent $70 billion is just crazy. Um, someone DM'd me Rand, and said, um, uh, "Xbox Mick 29 and he DM'd me and said, can you imagine... Um, actually, no. Oh, yeah, it was him, actually. He said, can you imagine what how Terry Myerson would have reacted if Phil went to him and said, can you spend $70 billion on gaming? <laughs> it just wouldn't have happened. Well, it just he didn't happened
0: even want to spend 2.5 billion on Minecraft. Remember the whole report was that Phil went over his boss or was his boss at the time Don or was it Terry to go to Satya to convince Satya that to buy my, and remember people were like 2.5 billion for Minecraft. That's absurd. Right. And Minecraft <laughs> ends up being like the biggest thing in gaming ever. And here's Activision Blizzard for seventy billion dollars. It's, it's, it's absurd. So I mean, okay. So Crystal Dynamics, Avalanche, all that stuff. You think those are still on the table even after this historic purchase?
1: Well, it, it there are, there are ways Microsoft can raise cash. You know, Microsoft could could spend the cash. They've still got a, a good amount of cash on hand after this deal closes, if it closes. They've still got like over seventy billion dollars in the kitty. And like, how much do we think Crystal Dynamics and Tomb Raider are worth? Like, maybe like, I don't know, two billion, maybe something like that. Uh, a billion, a, bit, a Bungie sort of level acquisition. And then IO Interactive just opened a second studio. Maybe maybe that's a billion or something. I think they would drop a billion here and there on, on other studios. But like, at the same time, do they really have to at, anymore at this point? Do they just cut deals to keep those games sort of you know second party exclusives to fill gaps in Game Pass? Do they even need? Do they even need IO Interactive and Crystal Dynamics anymore? Yes. That's that's you. I mean, is it and just a nice to have or do they actually need it? No. I can think, they I can they not just work with it? them as a second party?
0: I mean, sure you could work with them as a second party, but God damn it, I want Crystal Dynamics and IO Interactive under Xbox.
1: I mean, being second party is. It adds complexity to a working relationship, right? So like say for example, Relic. Relic works on Age of Empires. Age of Empires is a service game. <clears throat> so it needs ongoing updates and it needs it needs expansions to keep people engaged. Relic also uh Sega probably wants them to work on other games as well. So like it sort of it sort of divides their attention a bit and divides their commitment. You know, they're committed to Sega and they're they're contracted with Microsoft, but There's sort of maybe there's like friction that occurs as a result of that. And I remember hearing about that with um with Nokia back in the day and Windows Phone, like Microsoft owned Windows Phone, and Nokia was the only company that was really using it. So Nokia had to like basically hack Windows Phone to get the updates they needed to make the product. And it created this sort of friction. So like You'd think the acquisition would make things smoother. I mean, we all know Windows Phone played out, so it's probably a terrible example. But I do think, like, there is... I think there's room for more acquisitions. I do.
0: That's Microsoft's
1: a rich-ass company. They make a lot of profits. They can save that money back up. And even if they didn't have the money, they can dilute their shares. I mean, they probably wouldn't dilute their share price to do it, like Take-Two did. Like, Take-Two's mostly paying for zynga in stock which i think is a a dumb move but you know i could be wrong um uh <laughs> maybe it'll work out for them in the end i don't really know anyone who still plays farmville but whatever um mm-hmm. this was sort of perfect deal and i don't even know if they need more i think i think a lot of people in chat are saying J- japan 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 and I still think there is there is an angle there that needs to be explored with having a decent base in Japan. I think it's still the missing piece. We've got the mobile, we've got the kids' games, we've got the casual mobile games, and we've got, you know, PC gamers. We've got those sorted now, but it's still Japan is missing. It's, Japan's probably the final piece of this puzzle, but I think they'll still acquire smaller studios and help elevate them when, when you know, it makes sense for them to do so, but... Nice, wild.
0: It is wild. Uh, wild. We got a lot of super chats here to read. Uh, thank you guys for all the support. We're over, well over, I believe, three thousand people watching. Thirty-three hundred people watching and twelve hundred likes. Thank you guys for being here. Uh, hit the like button if you're enjoying the show, and if you're new, make sure you subscribe. Thirty-three uh, hundred. I don't know if that's a record. It might be. I'm not sure what our record was, but hey, if you guys want, share this out on social media and let's let's try to get. I don't know. 4,000 people live that'd be insane wouldn't it if uh we could uh somehow pull that <laughs> number pull off that. Um,
1: yeah, share, share it out and spread spread the good word of yeah because we're going to be talking man.
0: about whether or not we think these games are exclusive uh in just a minute let's see we got um we got erigato sir saying i hope microsoft lets Call call duty devs finally have creative freedom raven studios made the wolverine origins and the game was amazing i agree the intern of War says this move was bigger commitment to PC and phone gaming than it was for Game Pass. Uh, in his opinion, I think it was Sorry. a structure of all three, like PC and phone and Game Pass. Uh, I can Caesar, see a
1: future where there's. The, I can see a future where there's like a, a Game Pass for mobile tier where it it gives you mm-hmm. access to X Cloud and then Candy Crush without acquisitions and uh, without microtransactions and stuff. But I don't know. We'll see.
0: Stodgy Caesar says, I thought you said after Bethesda, nothing else is sexy, Rand. (laughs) Once again, a studio nobody predicted. What was not that nobody predicted it? We were all just like, there's no way they're going to spend that type of money on Activision. But then again, never doubt Phil, never doubt Satya. You know, like, I always, when even I was looking at like 2018 when they bought those studios, I'm like, hey, those are good studios. And I was just like, but Phil wouldn't be aggressive enough to buy a publisher and every single time Phil's proven me wrong right uh going out and and buying Bethesda was a baller move and if buying Bethesda was a baller move I don't know what you would call Activision Blizzard like that's like that's like that's like a king move that's like an emperor move like that's just somebody who's just like imagine the the pull Jez that Phil has at Microsoft to convince Satya to send 70 billion dollars on Activision Blizzard. And supposedly this like all this deal started with Satya approaching Bobby in October and they started talking about this in November. Like it kind of came together pretty qu- pretty quick instead of something that's been, you know, talked about for a long time. It's just how fast it all came together. And it was like, yeah, 70 billion dollars, no problem. Like what? like ridiculous man it's crazy achievement says uh sati approved the three billion breakup fee to activision if the deal doesn't go through think of all the share bet studios they could get with three billion they wouldn't offer that if it wasn't happening uh that's it's true. definitely happening yeah
1: it's, it's there's no way this gets stopped it, it delivers too much value for shareholders when activision's share price is sliding but i did see an interesting point that without this scandal this probably wouldn't have happened
0: probably not because their stock prices tumbled over the you know yeah this definitely definitely happened because of the scandal what
1: what this is is an admission by activision that they knew they were never going to be able to fix it because their their reputation is completely tarnished i think the only way this was going to be fixed is if the executive level exit and obviously they're not going to exit for free this gives them an exit to like slip off into the shadows and disappear. And um, I don't think it will get blocked, but anything can happen. It's a crazy world we live in.
0: Yeah. Uh, Ricardo says, you think Microsoft is just poaching studios before Tencent does it? I mean, that's who they're kind of competing against, right? Uh, Tencent and Amazon and Google and all that stuff. Bravo says, uh, Spyro and Crash are Xbox platformers now. Uh, The one and only Mads Gaming. Shout out to you, buddy. He goes, exclusive or not, Call of Duty and Game Pass will be huge. Yeah, I wonder with Activision going for seventy dollars on next gen. Once Xbox takes control, will the Activision games be seventy bucks? Because you're gonna have Xbox Game Studios being sixty, and right now Bethesda games are sixty. Would they have the other publishing arm putting their games out at seventy? Does that go back down to sixty, Jez?
1: Oh, I have no idea. I suppose it, it all depends on like o- what overheads they have and stuff. Because like one one thing that I thought was interesting was that. I feel like Activision has a much bigger customer support, support section than Xbox does. And I think that's because Microsoft handles its customer support as a separate organization. And they use a lot of bots and you know volunteers to do their customer service at Xbox because of the way Microsoft is structured. And I think that is really shit. So I would hope that Microsoft keeps... The blizzard's customer support but of course that leads to overheads that xbox currently doesn't have so maybe the game stay the same price to keep make sure that they can keep all of the staff but it, it all depends on how all this stuff is structured and i guess we won't know until further down the line i see but um... i do think rand they'll stop doing these uh paid upgrades Because, you know, Call of Duty, you have to pay like $10 to get the upgrade. I think that goes away and we get Call of Duty on smart delivery in the future. Do you remember Activision was like the big, we're not using smart delivery, hold out. I think they'll start using smart delivery. And maybe there will be $60 because of that. Uh,
0: Jason Shreer just tweeted something out uh, from behind the scenes info on Microsoft Activision. And uh, from an article, he goes, in an interview, uh, Bobby Kotick said the deal has nothing to do with the controversy surrounding Activision or calls for him to step down, and that Spencer reached out to him last year. A person familiar with the discussions who was not authorized to speak publicly said Microsoft looked at Activision's situation, given all the negative attention and pressure on Kotick, and wondered if the beleaguered CEO would be willing to do a deal. Kotick initially didn't want to sell, according to another person familiar with the talks, and also put the word out to see if any other company would outbid Microsoft. But at that point, Kotick had little leverage with his board amid the ongoing public scrutiny at his company. Wow. Who else is going to outbid Microsoft? Nobody. What, Apple?
1: Amazon? Amazon?
0: Like, Apple, what is Amazon going to do Apple with that? Has,
1: Apple has $200 billion in cash. Um. So Apple could have done it, maybe. So, I don't know. Crazy. Absolutely Whoa, Crazy. There's
0: going to be so much information that comes out of this in the coming days and weeks. It's it's going to be, I would be making a lot of videos because this is so interesting. Um, the Intern of War says StarCraft would really bring in the Korean market. Lou said what? Says make COD exclusive to help push console sales. They have a trifecta series S cheapest console game pass and COD. It's a casual's dream. Mm, that's interesting jazz right there. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Onyx says BlizzCon is back, baby! Bravo, Kilo says uh, Xbox Xbox out here making Redder player one a reality. Turbo <laughs> says when they add the back catalog, how many games are we talking? Hundreds? Just the hits? How far back would you like to see? I mean, I don't know, like all the COD games that are essentially there. Any of the you know uh, uh, Crash Bandicoot games? Maybe a bunch of you know games hit. A game pass pc like starcraft one and two jazz do you think world of warcraft
1: com- finally comes over to console then as well well there's all there's always been rumors about this because i know uh, this year with this recent wow expansion um uh with this recent wow expansion it's uh they added xbox apis to the for controller support so you can play world of warcraft with an xbox controller and even the xbox uh, accessibility controller which is um, strange, right? So, like, the 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 capability to do it is there potentially. the The main body of work revolves around the fact that World of Warcraft engine is really CPU based rather than GPU based because it's a very old game, and also the UI is um, designed to be customized, and even the gameplay revolves around UI mods now. So there are potentially some issues to solve. And like, will they have separate servers or will they have, you know, uh, mixed servers and that kind of thing. But I do think it's an obvious way for WoW to expand in a world where it's probably reached capacity on PC. WoW is in decline and probably a console version will bring in a huge amount of new players. But I suppose we'll have to wait and see. Mm. Um, I believe it's going to happen, though. Because it gives Microsoft an answer to Final Fantasy XIV, which is PlayStation 5 exclusive, PlayStation 4 exclusive, and 5 exclusive. And also it gives them an answer to Genshin Impact, potentially, which is also PlayStation exclusive. So um, I, think, I think we will see World of Warcraft on Xbox. I really do.
0: Yeah. Uh, John Carroll with the $1 super chat. Thank you. Uh, Dub says, what a news day to happen on my birthday. Well, happy birthday, Dub curious to see what happens with blizzard's ip particularly also hope Hope, toys for bob remakes some classic rare ip installation seven says Rand grub mentioned earlier he expects sony to buy a big publisher this year possibly square do you think xbox has pressure to get crystal sooner well i mean if they buy square before uh square sells crystal dynamics to xbox then yeah i mean i get i I don't know i don't know what has changed like like me and Jez were just talking about it. It could be that Xbox is off the market for any, for, for buying anybody anytime soon, or maybe they aren't. And you know, what is Sony's response going to be? Like they already basically have square in their back pocket. Like none of the final fantasy games or any of their Japanese games are coming to Xbox. Like, is it worth it to Sony to essentially buy square Enix when they get all their games essentially exclusive anyways for years? Would a better uh, purchase be Capcom for them? I don't know. And maybe this does light a fire under Sony and they're like, you know what? You, we're, you're taking away this. Then we're taking away, well, nothing essentially because they, where's Final Fantasy VII Remake? <laughs> where's Remake two? Where's Forspoken? Where's Final Fantasy Sixteen? Those games are already exclusive to PlayStation. Yeah. Buying Square I mean- Enix doesn't really get them
1: much. Uh, you know, like, I, I don't know. I honestly have no idea what, how Sony responds to this really you know like maybe they merge with another publisher or something similar to what Activision did like merge with EA or something like that. I don't know it's it's just really strange to think about where they go from here. I think they can they can raise money probably and they can buy like some big big ish publishers I think i'm sure i read somewhere that sony has a decent amount of cash on hand as, as well because don't forget they're a very old they're a very old company that's sort of had time to to stack money and make their own investments and stuff like that but i don't know how sony responds like do they need to respond they're currently number one even even after this acquisition merger sony's still number one for revenue for gaming well 10 so times. I thought no, Sony's Sony's no, number
0: one. I'm pretty sure 10 cents number one and gaming. Are you revenue. sure
1: about that? Are you sure? Ninety percent
0: sure. Yes. I'm pretty
1: sure Sony's number one and then 10 cents uh, number two.
0: I'm pretty sure 10 cents number one in regards to revenue and Sony's number two.
1: I thought I thought we're talking about. I mean, 10 cents bigger as a company, but I'm pretty sure Sony's. Well, I don't know. Either way, they're one two. Either or way, one, they're or both two, bigger one. than Microsoft.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm sure somebody in the chat will let us know which ones bigger. Um, well, we John Carroll says Charlie Intel has already contacted lawmakers. They are really shook that they may not be Sony focused anymore. Traybone says I think putting their IPs into streaming TV shows is next. But we should get the old Spider Man, Wolverine, and Ultimate Alliance back and patent out, right? Um, uh, I. I wonder what the licensing issues for those games would be. Interesting. I didn't really think about that. Uh, Chinak Guy says, breaking news. Microsoft has just purchased E3. This event will be changing from this point, and the name is changing to X3, Xbox Extra Expo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dron says, I hope they buy Take-Two. I doubt that happens at this point, but never doubt Phil Spencer and Satya Nadella. Who knows? PixelBitG says, remember some of... The- some of- Remember, some swore Microsoft would play nice over $7 billion. Good luck. They won't share after spending $70 billion. Most of these games will be Game Pass only. Uh, Joel Reed says, if Phil can do for Activision Blizzard what he did for Xbox, this is huge. And $70 billion is cheap. Uh, Steven says, Call of Duty games should have hit Game Pass today. Sucks to wait. Yeah, I mean, you're pretty much going to have to wait until next year at some point. Yeah, uh, Eric B Tencent.
1: says, You were right, by the way. Tencent is bigger than Sony. Yeah, so, you know,
0: Jazz, I'm always right about this stuff. <laughs> question me. Question me. Uh, Eric B says, If you're Microsoft, who would you replace Bobby Kotick with? Hmm. Who would you, Mike Ybarra Would he be? I don't know there's a part of me that thinks Ybarra is going to stay here for the typical three years that you would have to kind of do for leaders of a company after an acquisition, and then he
1: bounces to Nintendo. You know? I I don't know, man. I don't know if I don't know if necessarily Mike has to stay. I think Kotick will stay to oversee the transition, but I don't think if Mike if Mikey Bar doesn't want to stay, I don't think there's, there'll be anything to force him to stay. I mean, Microsoft might buy him out. I'm pretty sure Mike has Activision stock, so I think I, I think Mike's going to be sitting pretty <laughs> as a result of this deal. Maybe Mike will just be like, you know what? Screw this. I'm out. And then goes and buys an island somewhere, and just chills, playing Xbox or or whatever, or, or playing uh, World of Warcraft on his massive ultra wide. But yeah. I don't know. I, there's lo- lots of people in chat uh, bringing up bringing up ideas. Sarah Bond uh, would be a good pick to run Activision Blizzard. I think. Yeah. I think honestly, like Shannon Loftus running Blizzard makes sense to me revive starcraft revive warcraft as rts she's doing a great job with age of empires and um i think the world's edge team would be a great basis to start growing starcraft again um i think uh it's, it's really interesting to think about
0: it certainly is um geez games for fun says nadella and spencer can now legally walk around without pants since they've swung their 70 billion junk around proving they can no longer fit in jeans
1: yeah.
0: Crazy. Uh, Craig says, Sega or Capcom next? Well, Jez will go for Capcom. Uh, he'll, he'll always be standing for Capcom. for Capcom. Then. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: Steven... I, might, I might have said bef- before this, I might have said Sega for the mobile angle and for Sonic. But now they've got Crash, Bandicoot, and King and Skylanders. I don't think they need Sega anymore, mm-hmm. frankly. No, I think Sega. you get Capcom. I don't think you need Sega. I think you get Capcom for the Japanese stuff. For for the Japanese IP, like Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter is absolutely massive in Japan. I don't think I, I need to elaborate further on that. And I think you also get Resident Evil, which is obviously popular in Japan as well. I think Endeavor Might Cry and stuff like that. I think Capcom, now that they own Activision, Capcom is objectively a better buy. But I don't know. I don't think that'll happen. But then again, I wouldn't have thought this would happen. Who knows who's next, man? Maybe I mean, they'll buy Manscaped. I'm 20% off with the code XB2. At yeah. Uh,
0: Steven <laughs> says, any chance it gets turned down due to monopoly laws? I mean, I guess there's always a chance. You know, but... Apparently,
1: Joe... Joe Joe Biden... Is it mm-hmm. Biden or Biden? Joe Biden. Joe Biden's press secretary said no comment when asked mm. about the acquisition and said the Department of Justice will investigate so i don't know maybe Uh maybe your boy your boy biden 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 i always forget it is biden joe biden yes maybe maybe, are you saying
0: that microsoft gonna bit off more than they can chew and they're gonna have to not acquire them
1: (laughs) yeah maybe biden will screw it all up i don't know oh no um
0: let's see nathaniel says activision to random employees you're fired for no reason Isilar says, does Mr. Jez think Sony is in big trouble? Serious question. Jez, no. No.
1: Sony... I don't think Sony's in trouble because we're going to talk about the exclusivity stuff next. And I, I, you know, I'll already say what I think. I don't think, I don't think that I might call a duty exclusive. Oh,
0: okay. We'll, we'll d- dive deep in that. There's only a few more here to read. TXX says, Phil Spencer should promote Sarah Bond, a new CEO of Activision Blizzard. She's an excellent choice. Risk it for the biscuit says, it's a very big get. A lot of work to be done with culture, but that's when you buy a company when it needs something you have and has something you need. Uh, Log Cal says, Sup, Jazz Rand love the show and the tweets. Thank you. Criminal Logic says, Boys, pleasure as always. Recovering from surgery with games and Wheel of Time, and I hope you're all right. Surgery's never pleasant, but hey, Wheel of Time and gaming is uh, to help you heal. Was this the right play for this amount of money? Do we get uh, Crytek... Crystal Dynamics, Interactive, Warner, Warner Brothers. I mean, that's, that's, that's a question that we were kind of discussing. I mean, maybe some of those don't want to sell and no matter for any amount of money, uh, maybe this was just too good an opportunity to pass up because of the dwindling stock price. And you could really get a mobile publisher, a PC developer and Blizzard and call of duty. And it just was like, this is the play to make regardless. If you could get Warner brothers or, any of the other ones, you know, mm-hmm. uh, El Nihito says, Microsoft gaming can have a stellar smash brothers like game risky for the biscuit says Microsoft will crawl crystal dynamics. hundred percent. IO interactive, uh, 50% ultra Watts says, so boys, the question now is Microsoft done. I don't think they're done. And I don't think, and Jez says he doesn't think they're done either. Uh, T tot Tucker says just turned in whatever I missed. Quick recap. Oh, you know, Phil Spencer spending seventy billion dollars to acquire Activision Blizzard and controlling Call of Duty and Diablo and Overwatch and all this stuff, and people are suddenly becoming lawyers on Twitter and talking about monopolies <laughs> and all this, all this interesting things. That's that's what you're missing. Or you ever what? played Monopoly? I've played Good Monopoly. Game. Yeah. Eagles fan yeah. says. Uh, Did Phil do it again with Activision in the background of one of his interviews? Is Phil dropping hints for things to come with background props? Supposedly, Jez, there's a picture of Phil recently in his office with an Activision logo behind him on his left shoulder. Have you seen that?
1: I saw that, but I thought it was Photoshop. Was it It Photoshop? It didn't didn't
0: seem like it was. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. Find out, Jez. Find the picture. Take a look at it.
1: Is it true? Do I I want to zoom in and examine the pixels? Yeah.
0: Uh, Brick oh Tundra God. says, this was a hectic surprise, gents. The copium in the coming days will be flowing hard. Hashtag fire Bobby Kotick. Uh, the Don CJG says, do you think Microsoft are playing a game of asset denial to some extent? Stop the competition from grabbing big studios. I don't really think there was any way Sony was going to buy Activision Blizzard, so I don't think there was asset denial there, but maybe Tencent cent. I don't know. Maybe it's possible Tencent was sniffing around. And I mean, who, who knows who was sniffing around Activision? Um, Whittier says, don't forget Amy Hood, CFO, holds the Microsoft purse. Darren says, hoping for the entire Activision catalog, including DLC, comes to Game Pass. Even 360 COD games, DLC are still full price and hardly ever go on sale. Hey, he so said, do you guys still think Warner Brothers could be possible? Probably unlikely at this point. Hunter Smith I don't
1: Smith's, think one of this is happening now. Yeah. <laughs> I Hunter, do not think that's happening.
0: Hunter Smith says, "Have y'all talked about the new Microsoft gaming division with Phil being the CEO and what that could possibly mean just a promotion for Phil?" Yeah, we talked a little bit about that. Um I mean it's just Phil is being rewarded, right? And does this mean mm. the Xbox division is like gaming is being split out at all like He's like CEO. Is anybody else at Xbox or at, at, at Microsoft no. CEO? Like he's the only one. Just Satya. Right? Just satya. satya. So he's such a There's, no, Phil there's, there's, there's no
1: CEOs at Microsoft. There's it's no crazy. CEO of
0: cloud at at, at at Microsoft. Is there or whatever? No, I don't.
1: I don't think so. Maybe there is. Actually, let me just double yeah. check that. Uh, Bix says, CEO I see people talking
0: about Crash Bandicoot and Spyro, but nobody seems to be mentioning they own Sekiro. I don't think they own Sekiro. They might own the publishing rights to it, but Sekiro, yeah. I believe the IP is owned by From Software, AKA Havoc says, I'm on the Game Pass diet. I'm eating good. Chris Murdoch says, came in late, but I'm wondering if you guys saw this coming or if you're caught off guard as well. Um, I was caught oh, off yeah. guard. The only thing me and Jez kind of had inklings on was that we knew Microsoft was going to make a play in the mobile field at some point this year. That is something we both had heard. But I mean, I didn't expect it to be king alongside Activision, so yeah, I'm <laughs> completely shocked in that regard. Um, Silar says, I'm confident Japanese laws are widely different with acquisitions overall. Xbox might not be ever able to buy those studios. Uh, GTA ASC says, What franchise would you most likely see revised from the Activision Blizzard catalog? I'd have to look at their catalog,
1: but Hexen, give Hexen to id Software, man. You want Hexen oh, yes. back? Hexen, bring hexen back hexen was a sort of like uh it's like a medieval doom with magic and wizards and demons and, sh- and stuff Bas- basically describing it in its most sim- simple form and uh, activision owns it um i'd also like to see more sekiro um mm-hmm. even though I, I barely played the first one i just think sekiro would be the, the, the xbox bloodborne <laughs> you know the from the the exclusive from software game for, for xbox i think that'd be cool i honestly want to see him do more with skylanders but purely not because i care about skylanders personally but i've got so many friends with kids who are like jez does this mean skylanders will start coming back because skylanders sort of fell off fell off a cliff at some point um so I won, I won more kids games for, the, for those uh, people who are into that. And I see also, we have the... Uh, There's loads of stuff.
0: I see we have the one and only Jeffrey Grub Grub in chat.
1: Jeff Grub. Jeff Grub's teasing this deal the other day. I saw him post the shrimp. Yeah, the shrimp. What, we, shrimp. we know what yeah. the shrimp means now. you right? Yeah, the sh- Jeff, Jeff knew. That's why he posting shrimp, you know? Yeah. He's posting that shrimp and Jeff was just teasing it and nobody realized until it was too late. But, uh... <laughs>
0: yeah jeff. jeff jeff he knew he, he was saying like oh man the uh xbox executives were busy over the holiday i guess this is what what it meant you
1: know jeff oh, jeff wow. knows
0: everything that goes on in the video game industry
1: jeff is clever Clair one yeah jeff.
0: although people still hold on to him being like you got the whole xbox live gold going away wrong that means everything you ever say is wrong right <laughs> I mean, people have said that to me and you Um, too, because we've been predicting that gold will go away at some point, but it's like you get one thing wrong, and it's like everything else you've ever said that was right is somehow negated, right?
1: Gold seems so redundant now. I know, right? It seems so redundant. Just get rid of gold this year, Microsoft. You know, put put the cherry on top of all this and just kill Xbox Live Gold. But, uh, oh, man are we going to talk exclusively yeah, we, we, only, we, we have only
0: have like three more super chats to read jez so i'm, oh my I'm doing my best um, okay let's get through uh gamer by choice says, imagine all the marketing deals xbox can get now risk it for the biscuit says for fuck's sake sony's 25 billion in revenue 10 cent is 13.9 billion sony's number one uh 10 cents like in the 30s right jez um. Uh. The the the
1: last last year, Tencent was pushing thirty billion. Yeah. yeah so.
0: The Sony's yeah twenty five billion, but Tencent's way higher than that. Uh. Metal Morbo says, uh, Konami sits on a lot of unused IPs by those Microsoft. T dot Tucker says, can I do Xbox Live exchange even though I've Game Pass with the Series X? I don't think so. Like once you switch over to Game Pass, I don't think you can do the exchange at that point uh although i i could be wrong but you might want to check into that Uh, oscar says came in late but would sony buy EA as a response probably not ea maybe another publisher they're tight with but i don't know um they might have to do something they might not who knows the game has changed like one thing it was bethesda and it was like okay whatever but now it's activision blizzard and it's call of duty and it's king and it's it's all these things it's like uh, gaming's changed forever with this assuming it all goes through um yeah. Javier says now how long will they take to release Xbox and Game Pass to new markets like Peru probably will still take a while and Sin Vendetta says yeah Sekiro's owned by uh from software or from soft and Activision and the publishing rights had to clarify that this morning so <clears throat> um let's talk about exclusivity because i knew this is going to be the next talking point essentially it a crusader
1: like, crusader just sorry just before we get into that crusader just dropped me a dm to remind me that linkedin has a ceo and that's not a separate company that is part of microsoft yeah, so i
0: did see jeff said they're not spinning it off so um, yeah. xbox so yeah um well let's see charlie intel says Wall Street Jenner says Microsoft CEO approached Activision in November about the deal, and Phil Spencer said he would only acquire if the workplace situation was improving. So, yeah, okay. Mm. East Texas Alice says over 3,000 people in the chat. Hit that like button for Mr. Randall muted slash insider and jez everybody. That's <laughs> right. We have 3,200 people watching right now. Hit that like button if you're enjoying the show and subscribe if you're new. Uh, big news day. And now we're going to talk about exclusivity because, well, this is – this is what everyone's going to want to know. We, we, we spent six months talking about this in regards to Bethesda exclusivity. Me and you were firm from day one that those games would be exclusive. And maybe the multiplayer games like MMOs or whatever or any sort of stuff like that would remain on PlayStation and be updated. And we ended up being right. I thought it was clear as day. Um, this, however, has you thinking a little bit differently. $70 billion is changing Jez's mind here because <laughs> when we were talking earlier, Jez is like, listen, Call of Duty is too huge. It's too um, pervasive. It's too, like, everywhere. And it makes so much money on microtransactions being on PC, PlayStation, and Xbox that, like, the hit Xbox would take from removing it from PlayStation would be too vast and that they wouldn't do it. So Jez, talk about what you think exclusivity looks like whenever this deal goes through and Microsoft actually has control of Activision. How do you feel it all breaks down?
1: I personally think I don't think Call of Duty will go exclusive to Xbox. I could be wrong, but I kind of feel like Call of Duty is your Minecraft allegory. It's got a Call of Duty mobile game It's got a huge amount of microtransactions. It's got a huge player base on PlayStation. And the whole game is designed around ongoing engagement, ongoing microtransactions. And because of the microtransactions, it's not really something you could put on xCloud and just say, just play it on xCloud. Because Google and Apple will want to take a cut of those microtransactions if Microsoft tries to put it on xCloud via the Google Play Store, for example. If you notice, a lot of the games on the Google Play Store via Xbox Game Pass, they either have their storefronts disabled or they are games without microtransactions. So because of that, because of the way the game is modeled and designed, I don't think Microsoft will take call of duty off playstation personally i think it's just like minecraft it it benefits from having such a high profile high visibility across every platform i don't think they'll take it off i could be wrong i could be wrong but i don't think we'll see call of duty go exclusive see, how okay go ahead continue continue sorry I was, I was gonna say games that don't have so many microtransactions involved in them I think will go exclusive. I would not be surprised if Diablo Four goes exclusive to Xbox, because it is a game that would work really well on touch devices. It's got a fixed camera perspective. They can put it on XCloud. They can take the store off it because you know it's going to have a store. And I think Diablo Four could go exclusive. I think there's a there's a chance Overwatch could go exclusive because it's going to have a PvE component. Overwatch One. Is compatible with Overwatch 2. So it's not like they're cutting off the PlayStation base completely. So I think Overwatch 2 could go exclusive. Because it's mostly a Pv PV expansion anyway. It's not really, you know, the games. The the multiplayer is going to be identical to Overwatch 1. It's just going to have new heroes. So, personally. I think a lot of Blizzard games will go exclusive. I don't think you'll see Warcraft. If they make World of Warcraft a console. I don't think that will go to playstation because it's never been on playstation if starcraft comes to console i don't think that'll be on playstation either or heroes of the storm i think single player games like crash bandicoot 5 if they do one of those i don't think that'll go to playstation because they can just put on xcloud and say play it there but i think call of duty is too damn big man i think call of duty is too damn big what a, are, i don't
0: know this for sure because i'm not a pc gamer are blizzard games also on steam or are they only on Battle.net?
1: they're only on battlenet.
0: Do you think you think they'll bring like Diablo and Overwatch to Steam then? No. You think they're going to keep so. them on Battlenet? You think they're not going to put their games on Steam?
1: No, they don't have to they don't have to give. Battlenet is so big that they kind of don't need to give Steam a cut. So I don't think they'll put them on Steam. It's not like Microsoft trying to build up the Xbox app because the Xbox app is terrible. Nobody wants to use it. It's super damn slow. And it's it's a mess. Whereas Battle.net has had a lot of a lot of development poured into it. It has a chat system. You can send GIFs and stuff through it. It's it's almost a social network in of itself, a bit like Steam. Battle.net is more Steam-like. It's fast. It works. Whatever. I don't think they'll move those games to Steam. I think they'll stay on Battle.net. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Microsoft starts. I wouldn't be surprised if Microsoft puts Xbox Game Pass itself into Battle.net. Because Battle.net is miles ahead of Xbox, the Xbox app. But I don't know. I could be wrong. So Maybe they will bring it to Steam. Maybe maybe this is Microsoft's way of being like, one day we want to acquire Steam as well. No, that will raise so, trust. questions, I think. So but.
0: here's what I think. And I said it in my video. So some of you guys watching may already know. And I kind of, I said it in my video and then I saw Jeff Grubb say it and I 100% agree with him. So, I think you're wrong about Call of Duty, Jazz. Mm. I think. Maybe. Maybe. I think Warzone stays multi platform. Uh-huh. It's free to play. And they can keep Call of Duty. And remember, Warzone is continually updated. There isn't really a new version, right? And That's Xbox true. is all about supporting games that are already on the platform. And Warzone is just something that exists. So, I think Warzone stays on PlayStation. And you have all the microtransactions for that, but the yearly or every other year call of duty that comes out. So whether it won't be this year, obviously because the deal's not going to go through. So say it's the call of duty in 2023, maybe it's the start of call of duty in 2024. I believe the call of duty that has the campaign and the regular multiplayer and the co-op that you pay 60, $70 for, I think that becomes exclusive day one in game pass with Warzone remaining multi-platform on PlayStation, maybe they even swing it to put it on Switch. And I think just like Bethesda, essentially all the games become exclusive. I think it's all, I think it's going to virtually play out similar. Some games will, you know, come to PlayStation, and you you mentioned Overwatch and Diablo, but I don't know when those are supposed to launch. Is Diablo going to launch before the deal closes? If so, well then it's going to be multi-platform. <laughs> Same thing that's with Overwatch. True. I think Overwatch 2, no matter what, I think Overwatch 2, even if that releases after the acquisition closes, I think that's strictly... That's multi-platform, simply because I believe they made it so like Overwatch 1 players can play with Overwatch 2 or whatever it is, so maybe that one remains um multiplat. but yeah, I think... I think Call of Duty goes exclusive. It's just that Warzone stays on PlayStation. So there is a Call of Duty game. It's just a free-to-play one where people can enjoy the Battle Royale and spend money on microtransactions than Xbox gets the mainline Call of Duty day one on Game Pass. That's kind of what I've been thinking. And that's what I said I mean, in my video today.
1: I can see it going that way, maybe. But I also think that there's just too much money to be left on the table. And I think, like... <sighs> A lot of people don't want to play Battle Royale. I mean, what what is the percentage of people? What is the crossover between Call of Duty at retail and Warzone? I mean, maybe Jeff's got information that I don't have, but I don't know. I ca- I can't see it, man. I can't I can't see Call of Duty going exclusive to Xbox. That'd just be nuts. Yeah, It'd be nuts.
0: I mean, it is also it is like this is different. Like Starfield is whatever it's it's a this is this is different this is the biggest game like the biggest yearly game that comes out Call of Duty number one and number two on PlayStation this year number one and number two on PlayStation and Xbox I understand your reluctance to think Microsoft would make that exclusive but like they're in my my thinking they're still going to just there's still gonna be a call of duty game on PlayStation it's gonna be warzone so you can still have your fix it's just that the regular Call of Duty would be exclusive. I don't know. That's that's kind of the way I look at it. But I I get your reluctance cuz you're sitting there and you're like, "But that's just that's just too much money." But the same people but people made the same arguments about Bethesda that oh, they need the PlayStation audience to make their money back and that's why Starfield has to be on PlayStation, etc., etc., etc. And that was proven wrong. Uh so I, I I feel very similar with this that yeah, it's a staggering amount of money, seventy billion dollars, staggering, right? And I can understand thinking like, no, there's no like Call of Duty's gonna remain multi platform. But we've seen what they did with Bethesda, crazy and I think I think it's the same money though. Man. Why buy them if you're not going to maximize it and, and not maximize the potential you, you could get for game pass, right? That's the whole point. You know, and especially if you have the out with keeping Warzone on PlayStation and just raking in the microtransactions there, while providing your audience with an exclusive game in Game Pass. Hmm. Well, well, I mean, only time will tell, and we won't know this year. We won't even know next year, probably. You know, and this will be debated once again. And I hate the fact that this is going to be debated. I thought we were over this stuff with. Starfeet with with the behold Bethesda six months it was. It was just are these games going to be exclusive or not for six months we talked about it, and it ended up being exclusive just like we thought. But the only thing that's changing your mind right now is because of how big Call of Duty is. But like we've it's still,
1: microtransactions, man. It's, I know, and Microsoft can still microtransactions. do
0: microtransactions with Warzone on PlayStation. Hmm. Game Pass for the regular game warzone free to play on every platform like i think that's the play i think that's what's gonna maybe happen you're right
1: maybe you're right man it'd just be crazy to think that the only core shooter really that playstation has at that point is battlefield speaking what, of what, what else outside of outside of battle royales what do they have at that point is that just a sign of the times Yeah, maybe. I mean, people not want to play cool shooters anymore. Am I, am I like, am I that out of touch? Because I hate, I hate Battle Royale brand. I hate it. If I was a PlayStation gamer and, um, I, there were, you were telling me that Overwatch is gonna, you know, Overwatch 2 is not gonna be on PlayStation. Call of Duty was not gonna be on PlayStation. I'd be like, damn, all I've got left is Apex. All I've got left is battlefield which is battlefield 2042 which is a mess Mm, but jez that's crazy as
0: what as our buddy one bad mother from xbox era says in chat you said it yourself jez sony isn't that significant in the big picture
1: man that's crazy it's just crazy to think about man
0: yeah i mean it's it certainly is but i think that's i think that's what's going to happen Um, we
1: won't know for a while,
0: and I'm sure this is going to constantly come up in many articles and blah, 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 blah. But yeah, that's where I think it's all going to um,
1: play out. I mean, it would possibly help with development if they could focus on one platform instead and fully leverage all the APIs on Xbox instead of having to make cross-platform games. Because one of the things we've seen with Call of Duty come up repeatedly in recent years is how broken it can be on different platforms. Like, there was there was a weird issue where... Um, there was a weird issue where Call of Duty wouldn't run on the Xbox Series S for, like, weeks if you bought the wrong version of it and stuff. So...
0: Um, there is this, though. It's wild. There is this I was thinking about. So, when xbox and phil and bethesda did their roundtable in march of last year it's crazy it's last year 2021 we're in 2022 where does the time go Mm -hmm. i don't know phil made the you know the the thing the statement about exclusivity right said there would be legacy games they'd support but basically what he wanted people to know was that the deal was made because it would provide you know exclusive games for xbox customers and that Those games would be on platforms where Game Pass exists, right? Which was as clear-cut as a statement as you can make it, right? And Starfield and Redfall, coming out this year, both exclusive to Xbox, not on PlayStation. So, what if getting Activision and Call of Duty gives Phil enough leverage to bring Game Pass to PlayStation? And force forces Jim Ryan to bend the knee. You know, <laughs> PlayStation, they lose. Bethesda games, not that big of a deal. Revenue hits, not that bad. Like, you don't get... Elder Scrolls doesn't come out every year. Same thing with Fallout, right? Like, they come out every few years, four years. It's like, oh, whatever, you miss out on it, right? But now you're going to be missing out on number one and number two selling game every single year. And what that can do to we talked about it earlier, the casual audience. What if this can start opening up negotiations for Game Pass on PlayStation?
1: Phil being like, you know what? You I mean open- that's another aspect of it. But it's it's also kind of like do you really need to take play take Call of Duty away from PlayStation in a world where you can't sell consoles fast enough? Like, wouldn't it be more smart from a business perspective to keep them on PlayStation until at least you can manufacture enough consoles to actually well, make it matter? I mean,
0: it sounds like this ain't going to be closed until next year. So you're talking about 2023's at the earliest COD, and who knows, maybe it's the 2024 version. So by that time, you'd think it be everything would be figured out. But... I mean, we know Microsoft's goal is to get Game Pass everywhere. And Call of Duty is a big leverage point. And so all you got to say is, hey, Jim, you just bend that knee for a little bit. Just get down on that knee. Bend it to me. And you know what? Oh Not God. only will I give you back Call of Duty, I'll give you back the Bethesda games. And we'll even throw it in there. How about we we'll throw in some Xbox Game Studios? All we want is Game Pass on PlayStation. That's it. That's it. That's all we want. I mean, I I doubt it would happen, but that is an interesting leverage point. I mean, what other game could could have that sort of pull? And the only one is, is Call of Duty. Like, sure, Grand Theft Auto might be bigger, but Grand Theft Auto comes out once in a blue moon. Call of Duty is every year, you know, so.
1: Man, I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll see, right? like a lot of people are saying in chat like oh man this will bring this will bring the this will bring a new audience to Xbox but it's like why Xboxes you can't buy an Xbox right now so you know it's it's sort of weird right i think this is going to this is going to this is Bethesda when Microsoft purchased Bethesda it had an impact it had an impact like a lots of people suddenly thought man i have to start taking Xbox seriously again and i really have to consider buying one this is different. This is this is Call of Duty we're talking about. This is like a game lots of gamers buy every year without fail, and it's the only game they buy. And a lot of people ain't gonna want to p- play that on cloud, and they're not gonna be able to play it on cloud because it's not gonna be able to have microtransactions in the cloud version. So, like, what the hell do you do? Do you, do you buy them a Series S? But even those are selling out pretty quickly. I don't know. I know Sony wouldn't put Sony wouldn't be putting them on Xbox if the shoe was on the other foot, but man, I don't know. It's just wild to think Call of Duty itself could go exclusive. But
0: it is wild, but I think that's what's going to happen. Uh, yeah, in the right. Super Chat, we got Maybe Roman right. saying, Fallout New Vegas Remake 1, please. A lot of people do want a Fallout New Vegas Remake. Greg Carter says, what if they use COD as the Trojan Horse with Game Pass exclusivity, not just for subs, but to get players... To press Sony on Game Pass on PlayStation, well, we just talked about that. I mean, here's the thing: people. I've seen a few people in chat say Game Pass will never come to PlayStation, but like, never say never, man. We've we've seen it. Like,
1: never. You, I would never thought this would happen.
0: Is a thing, and at the start of last generation, nobody thought it would happen. Nobody thought Xbox was going to buy Activision or Bethesda. Like, there are things that people thought were never going to happen that have now happened. So, I, I'm just saying, you never know. You never know what the future holds. So, I, I while I do think Game Pass on PlayStation is unlikely, I'm never going to say never because at this point, it, you you say that and then what? Six months from now, they make some announcement welcoming Game Pass on PlayStation, and it's like, oh Jesus, you know. Um, Cast Might says if I were Microsoft, I would replace Bobby Kotick with an ex. Blizzard board members such as one of the co-founders Tom says I think Warzone stays multi-plat mainline games will be exclusive basically what happened with Bethesda though I know it's not 100% apples to apples drawn says Warzone is going to be on PlayStation but Call of Duty will be exclusive the Don says uh, Microsoft should put Call of Duty a week or two early on Game Pass if it's not going exclusive could be an incentive to get into the ecosystem and bolster subscriptions richard says in my opinion you don't drop 70 billion on activision blizzard only to just have every cod release go to playstation that doesn't make any sense uh metal morbo says bnet fully partially integrated with xbox pc app i think you said uh they should do that right jez yeah
1: the pc app is uh is an issue (laughs) yeah
0: definitely definitely is an issue um let's see what else we got here. Chinakai says, exclusivity will be determined by how vague Xbox and everyone involved is. Warlord says, Jez is low-key reviving the narrative from Bethesda deal. How are they going to recoup? Don't add that to the narrative.
1: I def- I never mentioned, like, how, d- how are they going to recoup? They're going to recoup the money from via Azure <laughs> more than Xbox. I'm just thinking, like, you know, it's just a crazy amount of money to leave on the table, I think. But you know, but Call of Duty microtransactions on PlayStation are a huge, huge driver of revenue. A huge driver. Yeah. And um I don't know. I'm gonna I don't I i want to look at Sony's share price right now.
0: Should. Take a look at Microsoft's and uh, Activision's. I think Activision's was up a lot today.
1: Oh, my God. Sony's share price is down 7%. Ooh. Andrew
0: says, I'm just tired of this company wins and this company loses narrative. All three platform holders are all winning with different strategies. 100%. I agree with that. Dron TJ says, remember, COD was exclusive to Xbox in the early 2000s. Uh, very early 2000s, I think. Yeah." iSyler says, isn't Call of Duty a bigger money maker than Bethesda? Warzone makes a billion a month alone. I mean, Warzone is huge. Yeah. And Kendrick Starr says, Call of Duty Series S bundle coming soon. Well, there you go. That's your play for the casual market. Get that Call of Duty exclusive. Get it on a Series S. Mm. Supernova says, Is Jim Ryan going to complain about his shock to Tim Sweeney after the news of the acquisition? Hashtag Jimbo. And uh, thank you, Shaz, for the uh, super chat. I really appreciate it without a message. Um, I think the other bit of news that came out of this was 25 million subs for game pass yeah what are your thoughts on that number
1: well i was expecting it to be higher funnily enough i heard it was between 25 million and 30 million um so i guess that was accurate but um i think this whole deal is gonna change that stuff man but dude let's not get into a full podcast there's only plenty to talk about this stuff. Okay, you want to, some, go to you bed. take some it's questions and get out of here? Yeah, let's take some questions and get out of here because it's midnight here and we started yeah. late. We started and, late, um, and it's going we'll two hours. About, yeah, let's talk about Game Pass on Friday. Yeah, and whatever, what other whatever other crazy news happens. Well, we Free might, on you know,
0: we're we'll probably we're gonna do a show on Friday. Maybe we'll just grab some extra people to have like a big discussion about this, like we did for E3. We'll think yeah, about maybe. it, but we'll do the show on Friday. Put some questions in the chat. Uh for us guys, if you uh have anything we want to answer before we get out of here because it's late for Jez. Thank you to the over three thousand people that tuned into the show for the almost the entire two hours. Uh it's incredible. Um if you enjoyed the show, make sure you hit the like button, subscribe. If uh you're new here, because we're gonna be talking a lot about this moving forward. But yeah, Xbox 2 this Friday. Installation 7 says on the flip side, if PlayStation 5 gets gets a version of Game Pass, doesn't it make Xbox consoles have less value, especially if PS5 owners can play their games plus all Xbox exclusives? Well, I mean, they always talked about how console sales don't really matter. It's about subscriptions and all that other stuff and monthly active users, and it's about making money. So if Xbox can make money off of the PlayStation audience subscribing to Game Pass... Like, look, I think if Jim Ryan came to fill the day and said, we'll allow Game Pass on PlayStation 5, I think... I think they make that deal happen. hundred percent. Yeah. Um, uh, Shaz says Xbox game pass doesn't need to be on PlayStation. There are not many PlayStation plus subscribers that will also pay for a game pass subscription. Uh, Elson says you on by Xbox series X, not only you stadia now. So two 99, why not? Okay. So let's see. Let's see some of the questions we got here. Jez. uh, Did we know about the upcoming news? I didn't. And I don't think Jez did either. Nope. Didn't know a damn thing. Jason says, Jez said, I'm tired of shit. I want to go home.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm sorry, guys. It's just, it's midnight here. And I think my girlfriend's mad at me Uh because she wants to go to bed. (laughs) Uh,
0: Kelly Rick says, hey, Rand, do you think uh, Microsoft would save Raven Software, Radical Entertainment, or High Moon from the Call of Duty coal mines? Or do you think those studios aren't salvageable anymore? That's a. I guess it really depends on what the plans are for Call of Duty. I mean, uh, until we know what that is, we don't really know. I would love to see High Moon and Raven make other games other than Call of Duty. So, I uh, I hope yeah. I hope they do. Uh, Salmon says, "Is this relation acquisition bad for the relationship between EA and Xbox?" I don't think EA is happy now. What do you think about that, Jazz? About their relationships with other publishers.
1: Yeah, it's it is it is interesting. Like it used to be this sort of balancing act where, you know, I I remember a long time ago, a really long time ago. I think this was even before Phil was involved. I was speaking to someone from Xbox and they were saying like, you know, back in the day we have to like sort of hold back a little bit because, you know, we want to work around what EA and Activision are doing and stuff like that and not sort of impact them. But I think Game Pass changes the argument a bit because EA is gonna EA gets a cut of Game Pass. So if Game Pass grows, Game Pass Ultimate grows, they get a cut of it through EA play and stuff like that. Maybe this is just a platform now, and maybe it'll actually be a good thing for EA if like there's more subscribers there, maybe. I don't know. But it is you know, I can look at EA share price to see see how it's affected EA's share price because it's interesting. Sony's share price that was down 7.5% on this news microsoft's was down as well 2.5 percent so not as much but microsoft share price has been going down a little bit over the last month anyway um probably due to inflation fears and stuff like that the whole stock market's down so maybe that's not like a great comparison and stuff but uh if i look at ea i mean what's ea's share number ea share price EA share price weirdly is up today. So actually it spiked up really hard on that announcement. It's up 2.6%. Mm. What why? I don't get that. Well maybe they think
0: maybe they think, think there you know somebody might buy EA so that drives up the value like buy, ah, know, right potentially. Yeah.
1: People think like oh I want to be I want to be involved yeah. in a in a bio Activision share price was up 30%. Mm-hmm. So uh it's uh leveled off now at about 25 um so that was fun but like i don't know man it's just it's just crazy it's it's just crazy this industry is crazy man um stock drops of companies spending money on acquisitions yeah jeff jeff is right like uh take two shit stock was down like a like crazy when um they announced the acquisition also because they diluted the shares and stuff like that but mm. i don't know junior essays buy bitcoin <laughs> buy
0: bitcoin game pass perry says will older activision games hit game pass soon uh probably not not until the deal closes and once the deal closes i think that's when you see them happen just like they did with bethesda mm. uh ice says EA, bought... EA, sh- ea should have bought ea ea should have or EA should have been bought to save Battlefield for Christ's sake. I was looking on the most played game chart on Xbox yesterday Jez oh. and Halo Infinite is still holding strong. It's like number 5 uh, Forza Horizon 5 is like number 8 Battlefield 2042 the Xbox 1 version was 46 and the Series X version was 47. It's almost oh out of the top 50 and the game is That's only
1: crazy. what 3 months old? That is crazy. That is so crazy. Yeah, Battlefield One was in there for ages, like riding high. Even Battlefield Four didn't fall. Five didn't fall out that quick. Um, I was. Re- I really wanted Battlefield Twenty Forty Two to be my go-to shooter, but it's just not good. It's not a good game. The yeah. map designers are terrible.
0: Darren says, "Hey, any thoughts about Gary Wood's tweet saying there's an even bigger gaming news to come?" I think he's joking, personally, but I don't know. Who yeah, knows? a lot of
1: people said he's joking. Yeah. yeah
0: mike says uh off topic do you see xbox working with jj abrams in the future he started a gaming company called bad robot games and some companies are interested uh i don't know we'll have to wait and see on that one um what else we got any more here uh i think that's it i think that's it um but yeah i, I thank you guys so much for tuning in to the show this uh, emergency podcast, Xbox buying Activision. We had over 3,000 people. Uh, and, you know, this will be going up on... You're going to be putting this up on uh, the podcast apps, right? Like, uh, yes, it will be. iTunes yeah. and all that stuff.
1: Yeah. And uh, if you are watching on the podcast or listening on the podcast apps, thanks, Ton. We appreciate you. And as uh, you're leaving the show today, you know, head over to Manscaped.com and check out some of the products. If, if you if you use our code xp 2 it really does help the show. So um, if you've got time after the show, go and check out our sponsor. And also thanks Manscaped again for sponsoring the stuff. Yeah. And, uh,
0: yeah. And if you're if you're on Spotify, uh, you can actually leave us a voicemail, a question, uh, ask us something, and we'll be doing a podcast this week exclusive to the podcast app where we answer. Uh, all the people who sent in some questions. Uh, we'll be back on Friday to talk about everything, uh, the week of gaming again, and probably this again. Uh, we'll you know think about getting other people to have a more rounded discussion, but thank you guys so much for all the support. It's been a crazy day, and I still have to do another podcast. I'll be on RDX Podcast with Dealer and Tim Dog in a couple hours, so yay for me. I get to talk about this again. So, Uh, later guys and have a great rest of the day
1: thanks everybody